The following podcast is recorded inside of a steel cage. Welcome everyone to Small Talk in a Steel Cage! The only wrestling podcast recorded inside a steel cage. Oh no, is it, wait, is it steel cage on the second one? What? It's steel, it's, I emphasize steel cage on the second. No, 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 on the first one. Really? Wait. Yeah, no, it's the second one you do it. Okay, leave that in. It's a small talk in a steel cage. Welcome, everyone, to Small Talk in a Steel Cage, the only wrestling podcast recorded inside of a steel cage! I lost my breath there for a second. Are you okay? I'm Dumb Dumb Daniels, and I am here with Democratic presidential candidate Joshua Jericho, and we're going to get right to the action with some chit-chat. God bless. Josh, the world is burning. Our president is terrible. Ugh. Everything is bad. Nothing good is happening. It's the summer of wrestling, though. Hit me with your thoughts about the G1 Climax. Hit me with your thoughts about Heyman and Bischoff. Hit me with your thoughts about AEW? You know, it's all just really cool. Inside of a steel cage. It's all great. Good wrestling. Yeah. Good for wrestling. You're happy with wrestling. I Yeah, I'm happy with wrestling right now. I think things are looking up. I'm not. Why? Can somebody have a good match? Well, in WWE? In anywhere. What about in Japan? Oh, yeah. Ugh. I'm saying that now. <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't think I'd get there. New Japan's better. So I think the point, the point that we get to is um, you, long time fan of WWE uh-huh. uh, are exploring other options for yes. the first time in a while, yes. which is a weird place to get to. All about WWE is like please, remember the 90s? Uh-huh. Please, and you're like oh, okay, that's cool. And then meanwhile like Cody and Dustin are like bleeding all over the place and I'm like, hey remember Dusty? And you're like yeah. oh, that's cool. And then New Japan <laughs> is like oh, here's like 30 great matches right in a row uh, and that's pretty cool. Um, all while the world is, like, just burning around you. Yeah. Climate change. Climate change. Yeah. It's just... Devastation. Hey, listen, it's a great time for pro just wrestling, rename it to man. devastation. Name what devastation? Donald Trump can be indicted after wow. he leaves office. That's true. Can't he be indicted now? Are you excited for SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Bailey versus Ember Moon. Eh. It's going to be good, but I just... I don't feel like the crowd's going to be there. Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Nope. In Canada. No, thank you. No, Um, thank you. I hope they do the screw job again. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. That'll be fun, probably. They're both willing to kill themselves. What do you want? (laughs) Something weird's going to happen. Owens or somebody's going to take a bad bump. Shane is going to take a bad bump. What are you liking about wrestling right now? You know, the same thing that I always like about wrestling. The potential. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take a swig to that. <laughs> <laughs> because in pro wrestling, the potential is often so great, but the reality ends up disappointing. Here's what I like about pro wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin is pro wrestling. He's not coming back. He's That's not the problem. Back. He's not coming back. I thought we knew this. Who do we got? Who do we got? Didn't we know Seth this? Seth Rollins? Oh, God. You know, I like Seth Rollins, but I don't like, like Seth Rollins. Here's what I'm liking about wrestling. Oni Lorcan. Okay. Uh, you know what? The... WWE has all their network shows as kind of like cheesy and like uh, over scripted as, as, as usual as they are uh-huh. are having really good matches like Gargano Velveteen Dream Matt Riddle they're still out there just like having like really good stuff and then the main roster is just like kind of just like goofing off yeah. I feel like everyone's just, like, killing time until they get on Fox. And they're just like, all right, here's how things are going to be. So, I don't know. Is it interesting to watch? 
WWE? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know, man. I, I just... This is all so new, this, this Heyman and Bischoff thing, that I think we've yet to really see what it is yet. Uh, and, and I'm curious every week right now. So, you know, at least they've got my attention that way. I'm watching them a lot quicker than I have uh, The entire recently. reason we're doing this podcast is WWE. The, yeah. the bit most excited we've been for WWE is the king of WWE admitting he is incapable of leading WWE from a creative standpoint for much longer or has finally like admitted that or said that out loud for the first time ever and we're kind of like seeing what that's going to look like. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting, but like right now it's not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but and 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 October is a few months away. AEW is going to have a weekly TV show, two hours on TNT. That's wild. It's uh, debuting the same week as SmackDown on Fox. Yep. Man, that that's that's awesome. That's just going to be a historic time in pro wrestling, one way or the other. Whether AEW overperforms, underperforms, whether what sort of rating WWE gets on Fox, what do they put on that show? You know, their their debut episode. I'm super excited for whatever that is because they're going to go balls to the wall with it. You'd think. But then again, it's October, <laughs> and there's a pay-per-view, uh, I think Hell in a Cell is like yeah. the next pay-per-view oh, there. Shit. So it's like, what are we building to Hell in a Cell, <laughs> you know? But, you know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, I'm just saying, let's not expect like a huge something, right? <laughs> like a DQ title match or something. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. We gotta introduce America to this bullshit, <laughs> so we're gonna start it off right <laughs> DQ. So. But that's going to be fun. Will AEW be good? I hope so. I think so. I don't know. It's tough to say. It's always about the potential, isn't it? Always about the potential. That is pro wrestling. We're about to to see something pop up. In the meantime, we're seeing Kofi Kingston have some fun. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. Him versus Orton is cool. Yeah. I'm hyped for that. Me too. Uh, Daniel Bryan is under the radar doing something interesting. What's he doing? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess we'll find out. Is he doing anything at SummerSlam? What, uh, is there a rumor? I don't know. Nope. Alistair Black or something? Wants to pick a fight with him? I guess. I don't, I don't know. You know what's more interesting than any yeah. of WWE or AEW? What's New that? Japan. Whoa. G1 Climax. Here we go. It happened. It happened. I'm watching this. I'm tired of chit-chat. Let's get to our next segment. Random Wrestler. Boom. Rumble Edition. This is where I'll put it. So, our next segment, which I think is going to be a pretty recurring segment, is called Random Wrestler, where we typically choose like a couple wrestlers and talk about them in depth. Uh, from a, ra- a random generator that we have, someone brings it to the cage. So it's a whole thing. This this week we're gonna do or th- we're gonna do something a little more inter- interesting. Maybe we're gonna run through the current participants of the New Japan G1 Climax 29. Yeah. From a perspective that you might find interesting. Here we go. Here comes the dynamic. Here's the, here's the selling point. So here's Give the him thing. the elevator so pitch. Here's the thing. Jason. Joshua Jericho, my, my esteemed co-host here. He is, um, I'd say, a... Uh, uh, not completely... Fam- uh, uh, new, to, new to New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. On a more, like, full-time basis. Yeah, like a, like yeah. a casual observer. Like, I've watched Wrestle Kingdom... Uh, the last like four years, but I can't say that I really watch more than that usually, unless there's a really great match I hear about. Then I'll being, try to watch. You're it. being exposed for, to your first time to a. I'm seeing the whole roster. Actually. Yeah, a day to day watch of the G1 climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, interesting, except for the undercard. Yeah. Undercard because we are both not insane. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Tag matches. I just can't. I can't handle it. I, a little more familiar with these guys. Have been following the New Japan story for a couple decades, which is scary, <laughs> and have got thoughts and 
and prayers, and we're gonna talk about it from that. Me as me as the seasoned vet, you as the new the new young lion running down the ramp. Um, so we're gonna go into it. We're gonna go to a random generator, and we're gonna talk about each guy. Uh, quick hits, man. Like you know, th- think about you know two minute intervals. Think about two two minutes on on, on each of these these guys that we run through. Yep. Um, give me your just your first impressions. Oh. Give me your. Give, I'm excited. Give our, give our fans some context. Yeah. Uh, 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 tell me about the matches. I'll tell you about the same thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll make some good audio out of it. Yeah, let's do it. Here we All go. Right. First up, yep. random wrestler. Hiroki Goto. <laughs> oh, man. You know what was so funny? The most random of wrestlers. Is when you brought up this idea earlier in the production meeting. Uh, I, I I was thinking about it, and while I was going to the bathroom, what popped into my head was I really don't want to talk about Hiroki Goto because I just find him so boring. Uh, I don't like him at all. I don't know. There's something. I don't know if there's a story there that I don't know. That about some Hiroki but, Goto is the is is the constant. He is the he's the strong style warrior. He he works well with certain uh, guys. He uh, he he shits the bed with other guys. <laughs> uh, I remember. Uh, uh, back in like oh four, uh, when he was a young lion, he was like really like crazy, had like crazy potential. Um, go back to potential. Yep. Um, and now he's just like he's just like a solid wrestler. Um, yeah, I, I I like him, but I don't love him. I don't really like him. I skip his G one matches. I'm sorry, I admit it. Lance Archer, you know. I remember Vance Archer from ECW, and I didn't like him at all. And then I remembered him uh, in TNA, and I and I didn't like him at all. And then I saw him in the stuff that he did with um, Davy Boy's kid, uh, some of that, and it was uh, eh. I watched his match with Will Ospreay in this G1, and I feel like that one match just kind of changed my perception of, uh, of him. Uh, he was very good. And uh, I also saw the match that he had with... Uh, who did he face next? Kenta or Vale? Might have been Kenta. I don't remember. No, it wasn't Kenta. Well, whatever it was, I was impressed by that too. Clearly a memorable match. Yeah, very um, much so. <laughs> yeah, he's found himself. Yeah, good for him. I I, I, I like I like watching it. Um, he was always yeah he was always like that guy in that tag team with Davey Boy Jr. Like, ah, there's something here. Like uh-huh. he like pushes like people around and like he. Spits water at people. Like, he's aggressive. That's what you want in, in like, a foreign guy. Yes, like, he's very aggressive. Just very, just, like, monstrous and aggressive versus, yeah. like, what was the kind of, like, Kenny Omega or even, like, like Michael Elgin kind of, like, gentle, yeah. like, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, hey, I'm real excited to be in Japan, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, this guy's just like, fuck you, everybody dies, and, yeah, yeah he's crushing it. I'm, I'm, this is... This is Archer's G one to take, like he, as, oh. as far as no, oh. as far as not not winning, but as far as emerging, establishing as like a guy. Yeah, that would be great if they could get another uh, Gaijin. Is that what they? That's what they call it, like yeah. like non Japanese yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. they can get another one to kind of ascend, uh, that would probably be great for their American expan- uh, expansion. Yeah. So if they can make that happen with him, uh, he's been doing well enough. I like him enough. You know, let's do it. Let's try it. Let's see. Next wrestler, Hiroshi Tanahashi. You know, I've heard you and many people talk about he's an all-time great and all that, and I'm sure that he is. But I've kind of only seen, like, the tail end here. Or, you know, how he's, like, past his prime prime. Right? I mean, that's how I interpret it anyway. I'm not a huge fan, to be honest with you. I, I, I know that that's probably sacrilegious. But, uh, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I knew that was. So funny. here's the thing, Hiroshi Tanahashi is past his prime. Prime? Are you kidding I don't me? Know. He is in his I prime. I don't know what the fuck Hiroshi his prime Tanahashi. Is. How long has he even been wrestling? I don't know, like thirty years. Let's see, I had no 20 idea. Twenty years? I, Twenty years. What is he fucking? Twenty years. Terry Funk. He's. <laughs> I hope he is. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I agree with you. I, I think what what you're saying is, <laughs> you're seeing a guy still capable of greatness. I saw his match with Archer, which maybe have you seen that I don't one think yet? So, no. 
that one is a perfect example of like it is it is the greatest raw match of all time. Like it is just like he is selling. Archer is like cutting him off. It is just like like he he's he's speeding up right before he gets cut off. It's like just the perfect like everything. Like Tanahashi's just the le- the legend. The the guy. Um, yeah, the G one. There's gonna be guys more spectacular than him, but Tanahashi is the guy. He's just like the constant like is always just gonna bring the, the traditional wrestling. Um, the match with Okada, I, not my favorite of theirs. I, I guess I'll say that. Like, I actually, I, liked I actually it. liked that match. Yeah, I liked it a lot, yeah. but yeah, not my I liked it because it was much shorter than their other matches. And, and shout out to who, whoever's booking the G One with the shorter match times. Yes, appreciate it. Much appreciated. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about a random match. Let's talk about Shingo, Shingo Takagi, the Dragon. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I, I like it. First time I watched him was the uh, Battle of the Super Juniors final with Osprey. Okay, yeah, uh, excellent. And yeah. then I saw whatever else what an he did. What introduction to a guy! I know. And he's like, I mean, you talk about like, like I love like, him. He's been around for just as long as Tanahashi. Just recently emerges on the scene uh, of New Japan, uh, and my, I, I think right now my favorite wrestler. He's great. Like, he's great. He's yeah. he's very intense. He, uh, he's very athletic. Like deceptively so. Yeah, he's just he's he's a beat. He's he's like a he's Cesaro a big dude. Like, with a look. yeah. He's a yeah. Cesaro with a tan. Yeah. He's a, he's a Cesaro with like a, a stocky like potential main event. Yeah. Knock on wood. Uh, uh, presentation. Yeah. Like it is. I think he needs to like uh, get a little a little more oomph in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I mean, dogs have strong feelings about Shingo too. Yes. So, hey, 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 Bentley, can we quiet down? Yeah, thanks. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I love Shingo. Yeah. Um, huge strength, beastly, like big lariats, and crushes it. Yeah. Um, talk to me about. All right. Talk to me about John Moxley. While well, I go take care of this dog. Uh, John Moxley. I mean, uh, amazing, amazing what he's doing. He feels so. He looks so free. He's having fun, and that's appreciated. I mean, I love the guy. Uh, uh, you know. I don't have a lot of deep thoughts on this matter. You know, it's more it's more of it like a eulogy. A eulogy? Yeah, yeah. Like John Moxley is Yeah, John Moxley's on a journey. John Moxley's on a spiritual journey. John a Moxley's spiritual journey. John Moxley is no longer Dean Ambrose. Uh, it is the most fun thing to to see. I'm interested to see what he is in AEW, but like, yeah, this G one. Not every match is the best, but it's interesting. Yeah. And then he wrestles like Ishii, and like just has like like some like weird ECW match, and like he wrestles Shingo, and he looks like like this New Japan main event guy. Like, talk about a journey, man! Like this guy, I I I, I couldn't quite even envision him leaving until it was it was finally like happening. Like I knew until I saw him in AEW, I, knew some, I, I knew didn't believe was it. Up Last December, when he was cutting those really crappy promos uh, as a heel on Rollins, and then and when he immediately went out of shape, and when he came yeah. back, like he came back in shape and then just completely. But even even when he was fighting with Nia Jax, I couldn't imagine it, it not just being here, but it being as interesting as it is. Like it's it's here, a cool deal. Here's what I like is that uh, this run here for John Moxley and the matches that he's had has proven that he's actually uh, a very good wrestler. You know, and I know that he was good in WWE, but there was always kind of a, a feeling or a contingent or whatever that was kind of like, is he really that good? It, it was a formula. It turns out that he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a formula. He's a dynamic character. Like, that's what you need. It's just like, yeah. he just did the thing, and it was good. It was occasionally great. Yeah. But, like, here he's just kind of, like, doing random stuff. And, like, I don't, like, the match of, like, Jeff Cobb sucked. But, like... Yeah. That's... But that's <laughs> tough anyway. That, right, right. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, impossible. But I guess maybe we'll get to him. But, uh... No, I've liked pretty much everything that he's done. I mean, 
It's it's all been interesting. He's yeah, on, he's on. Yeah, it's just it's, that he just he's the first guy that's really come around who was this big of a main eventer that like said the things that he said and then like kept wrestling. You know, otherwise it would be punk. But like, it's it's yeah, I, I, it's I, cool to see a top guy who like really loves wrestling. I love you know? that he is in black trunks and he took his yeah. young line with him that carries his belt. With that's him. amazing. Like, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Um, Talk to me. He about comes your, through the crowd in Japan. That's really it, cool. Best theme music. That what a tone setter. Like what a yeah, mood setter. Yeah. Talk to me about evil. Uh, love the look, and I'm okay with him as a wrestler. I don't know. He's very. I, I I keep waiting for him to emerge. He's like the most like. Oh, he's one of those guys. He's the most capable, like guy. Like he's so like you know there's a great match in there. You know he just needs to be way more intense. Yeah, and, but then occasionally he is. Like, in the match with, like, Kenta, like, he does this, like, fire up that's like, oh, shit, all right, all right. there's evil. And it's like, yeah, I him, him and, I mean, we haven't brought him up yet, but, like, Sonata, like, they're they're just a, a, a peg below Naito. Yeah. And that's always, like, that kind of holds them back from, like, really breaking out. Yeah. But, like, evil, yeah, like, his, his title match with Okada a couple years ago he had, like, it was good. But, it, like, it was just good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's... You're still waiting for the breakout. But still, like... But still, fuck... The best gimmick. Like, what a look. Yeah. Right? Does that pop I love, out? I that love out the name. You? Yes, absolutely. I love the name Evil. evil. I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's just Evil. Yeah, and it's all capital letters and all that shit. That's amazing. That's incredible. I mean, I, I like the look. And I can totally see a version of Evil that is, a, like, a big-time player. But I, I just... Uh, I don't know if he's got it. In him or not, but yeah, he's he's one of those guys. Like New Japan wrestlers are just kind of inherently like good, you know. Yeah. Like it's just like it's kind of like the journey they go on. Like Tanahashi emerged as like the guy. Okada emerged as like the guy. Evil is like always kind of, like not to say like evil is not like as good as Okada, but like should it if it had was necessary to slot the man that became evil into Okada's Rainmaker position. I'm not saying he could have pulled it off as effectively, but as far as, like, wrestling, maybe just as capable. Like, just, like, so, like, such a foundation. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's more That's more my promotion for the New Japan training system, <laughs> more than anything. No, um, you're right, though. I think you're right, though. Let's talk about a guy that wasn't trained by New Japan, Tai Chi. You know, I love Tai Chi's entrance with the singing and all that. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. A, that's a great. That's just a good bit. He's another guy I skip his matches. I I, yeah, I don't he, like him yeah. enough to to. He, I, he doesn't excite me. He's been know? around forever and it's just been like it's the, weird. He's like emerged just recently as like a really more like interesting guy than normal. The entrance is amazing. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it, incredible. It's, fu- it's it's funny. He's capable, but another like just just capable guy. Yeah. I don't like. Not capable of greatness in a tournament with capable of greatness, but like shit, I had a good match with like Shingo, you know, like, like he's and, and he 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 um was a trainee of Kawada, ah. and he does like Kawada moves, so that's kind of like a thing. That's kind of neat. That's cool, you know. I skip his matches. I don't know. Yeah, he's okay. Let's talk about Okada. Okada is... Kazuchika Okada. Uh, Okada is as advertised. He is... Uh, he's great. He's wonderful. I think he's awesome. I don't think I've he ever seen a bad Okada. He doesn't No, he doesn't. He's Especially the best, in this tournament. He's the best wrestler in the world. I, I, I stand by that. I think that that's true. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I think him and... I know, you know, like, Tanahashi. I, I think him and Tanahashi, like, as far as, like, just consistent, like... Like big match, like capabilities, yeah, are the most not just like you can uh, always count on him. Yeah, you can al- you can always count on it delivering. He's gonna find a way to make it work with anyone. That's and what he, he's yeah, proven is and, with anyone. Yeah, like like the Okada that's had, you know. had Osprey's best match. Yeah, just like casually. I know you haven't seen it yet, but like no, no, no. I can't wait best to. match. Like just like uh, like he gets something out of everybody, man. I mean it. it I am. He's the guy that I'm most consistently impressed by when I watch New Japan, because he's he's just got such a presence to him. Like he, he's he's a star. 
He's just he's a big he went star. He a little odyssey, and he's great. After he lost the title, yeah, yeah, he was kind of like he was kind of having like okay matches, yeah. And I was just back, and he's just the best. Yeah, he just turned it on again. That's what happened. You know, he's he's incredible though, and he's uh still in his athletic prime right now. Eventually, that'll like kind of slow down a little bit, but it happens. Yeah, I'm but yeah. Just... He's he's incredible. He's the best wrestler in the world right now. Consistently That's, impressed with that. Dude. Yeah, I love him. He's great. Yeah, he's great. The guy. Um, yeah, he, uh, Okada and Cena. As far as like top guy, like big match. What are your like initial impressions as far as comparisons between those two? Oh my god! Now you know high level, high level. You know, like uh, man. That's so hard. It's it's often difficult to remember exactly how over Cena was when he first got the ball. Yeah. You know, like in 05, 06. I know that the pop when he came to Raw that uh, that night was monstrous, you know. That's a pretty good indicator. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that Okada is like that big of a star they, they but he's have, he's great he's a better wrestler than cena they've both led companies through interesting times yeah yeah and it's yeah i don't yeah, yeah and come like, out the other end like I, uh, I i keep i keep going back to like can cena's maybe shtick for like a better like work you know in new japan can okada shtick work in wwe who works better cena no okada yes i, I disagree I almost, I almost think the opposite. Really? Weirdly enough. I just, because Okada is reliant on, like, given time to breathe. Like, he does come off as a star, but, like, he needs those long, epic title matches. And, like, he's the, I, I, I think he peaked Cena. But if you sign you talk, Okada, you know, that's, that's what you know you're, you're, you're in for. I mean. Really? I, I think so. I mean, unless his aim was just to, to slow it down he a just, little bit. He just wants to surf. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see if he ever does end up there. He probably will at some point. But in AEW, uh, I guess that's more <laughs> likely. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, no, but but he's. I think that he would be great in WWE. The Rainmaker. Can you imagine like the lengths that Vince would go to at like WrestleMania to make it rain all across the entire stadium and shit? Like any, I see him happen, as a star. Yeah. Cena. I, I just I don't know going over there. Like uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe right now it would because he's a huge star. I think, yeah. Okay. But, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's completely different, like styles. Yeah. So it's impossible. But I think the Japanese style translates better to WWE than the WWE style does to Japan. Okay. Um. Let, let's talk about uh, Juice Juice Robinson. I was never a fan when he was CJ in Parker. NXT. Yeah. How's didn't he, how's he doing for you? Still now? didn't really like him. Yeah. Uh, the match with Moxley is what kind of turned me around on Juice, and I've liked the stuff that he's done since. So uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of like Juice. Yeah. He's fi- he found himself. He did. But, like like I, not every got not rid of the Juice match is a killer, but like he found himself as like he's just a good baby face. Yeah. So he is. He is. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Uh, he was a perfect U.S. champion, right? Yeah. I say that assuming it's true. <laughs> um, I don't think so. No. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what their aim is. I don't with know that if there's title. such thing as a perfect U.S. champion. That's another story. Moxley, but, you know, he's, he's and, pretty, yeah. Juice is like I don't. Uh, there's certain guys in New Japan that you know just like match up well. Like, like it's weird. Like I don't know. I, I have complicated thoughts on Juice because like <laughs> I, I I hate that I'm saying this out loud, but I almost look forward more to a Jay White versus like Okada match than a Juice versus Okada match because like. Juice matches up with, like, weird guys. Juice matches up when he's pure underdog. Like, Juice versus yeah. Jay White was great. But, like, Juice versus... In, like, big match scenarios, I'm not sold. Juice yet. fight is only Juice good... Juice versus Goto was great. Juice is only like, good when he's what? fighting from underneath. That's, yeah. that's what it which, is. Which, I mean, that's... That's, that's a, it's a good baby face. It's a good mid-card baby, baby face. That's a baby. That's a mid-card baby face that's right baby. there. So, yeah, well, he's doing well. Apologies to the rest of the G1 that... Uh, is gonna get left on the cutting room floor. Oh my god! Um, no, you want to go? You want to go through the whole list? You want to go through everybody? Uh, no, it's up to you. Do you get? Do you have any strong thoughts on anybody left? 
I guess that's what I'll say. Uh, Ishii is great. Ishii is great. He's amazing. Like, Ishii is, is the best. He reminds us every G1 that he's the best. I like Naito uh, a lot. Naito is good, and Naito is repetitive. I'm waiting for Naito to break out. Uh, Kenta is here. Uh, being Still being fucking Hideo Itami. I've yet to bit. see a, uh, a Kenta match that I really, the, really the, liked. I, I hope you like the Okada match. Yeah, I gotta watch that That's the one still. that worked, but that was Okada. Yeah. Uh, Bad Luck Fale ne- is never delivers. I really have nothing to th- say. Why does it. a monster have to rely on interference? It I just, don't know. what are you doing? I think it's um, Sonata does every style well. Uh, sometimes he messes up, but he does every style amazing. It looks like a star. Sonata is very good, and he's gonna be their next big star. I think so too. I hope he and Ibushi team up, which Ibushi. Was I was actually I, I haven't been a fan of the early tournament stuff, and and, and, and I say that the G one's he's funny. coming off of that match where he like I, the G one's funny because like killed. but the, he had an epic with Will Osprey yeah. like yeah so it was amazing I, I, but like I don't know I I think he he's going for something like 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 a selling guy like a you know I'm fighting I'm I'm a baby face yeah. now which was he's always cooking. injured sort of thing. <laughs> Then I saw a match with Lance Archer, and I'm like, maybe it is working. So, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he'll sell me on, on the other end. He's still got a match with Okada coming up. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. Jeff Cobb sucks. Yeah, I don't like Jeff Cobb. Like, like here, here, here's here's a, 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 a observation that, that Happy Wrestling Lance Captain Lou brought up. Jeff Cobb is in the same spot as Michael Elgin, basically. And Michael Elgin was better in that spot. Yes. And if Michael Elgin is better at you than yes. something, then you've got a problem. You've got a very big problem. Uh, Jay White continues to be unremarkable, but solid. Um, you know, I've actually started to kind of like a little bit his stuff. Everyone's coming around on Jay White. I'm coming around He's just going to keep on being around. I, you know what it is? Is I, I, What I appreciate about Jay White, and I think I said this last time that we talked about him, uh, I appreciate that he does seem to get better every time. You know, as time goes by. Yeah, I mean, that's that's you all know. you can ask And for. I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate Toru it. Toru Yanu is still Amazing. providing the most entertaining matches. I love him. He is... The, He's like, in second place, isn't he? The sneaky MVP of every tournament. He's got, like, six points. Yes. <laughs> like, his matches are quick to the point, but, like, God forbid, the G1 needs more matches. Like, yeah. everything... You know, I don't I don't have that, that much time right. on the Sunday. They're race. great. Like, They're great. But, you know, like... Yeah. Three-minute matches, thank you, Toriano. Yes. And Zack Sabre Jr., losing a lot, but uh, still just casually, just like a great wrestler. I really love Zack Sabre Jr. I really do. I don't know that he would ever work in WWE. I don't think he would, not with his style. But uh, I love watching his matches. I mean, you talk about like technically sound, that sort of thing. That's that's yeah, pretty much him. That's it, it. it delivers, like especially versus like certain, like certain guys that get it. Like yeah. Okada and Tanahashi, like, they're, they're in for it. Yeah. So. Um, I love it. So we're going to take a quick break for commercials. Anything to plug, Josh? Do I have anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, personally? At, like, just at I've all. I've done nothing, so. Oh. At all? Yeah. Like, well, I like something I liked? No, just, just like anything to plug. Upcoming events. Uh, sponsors, uh, products you're using that you're liking, uh, products I'm using. an Amazon link to make money off of a Patreon. The Arctic is on fire. That's fucked up. I mean that honestly, like that that should be they, should be the lead story on the news. Everyone jokes about like the modern day podcast ad reads like you know like how everybody is like oh you need a new bed and you need like financial advice and you need to like fuck more women and Listen we've all been there. Like our hard lumpy pillow. (laughs) Yeah like there should be a message like during every podcast that's just like like our our world is on fire our our president is not just a buffoon he is delaying the progress that is necessary to adapt to yes this new world president can be indicted uh the the president can be indicted after he leaves office what what was that sir the the president can be indicted after he leaves office um can be impeached so our next segment is as we kind of experiment with segments in our third spot. So we had we had last week we had Steel Cage Match of the Week. Or the last like, you know, few weeks. We, it's not really weekly. Yeah. 
You can't you can't you can't pull a steel <laughs> cage together every week. No. Like, it's very expensive. It's incredibly expensive. Um Steel so yeah, we had Steel Cage back to Leech of the week. We had kind of like love hate. This week we're gonna try something that I, I kinda like the idea of. We'll see if it works out. Tell me about it. We'll see if it works out. It's called Blast from the Past. Oh, so Brendan Fraser. Here's the thing. <laughs> Godspeed. Love Brendan. Is he dead? <laughs> On Scrubs he died. Oh, but not in real life. No, he's still, uh, you know, okay. incredibly rich. Oh, thank God. Successful actor. Good. Good for him. Um, Good for him. So. Be dazzled. Wrestling's got a lot of history. And it, it, it's kind of fun to reflect, not just on like, we, we think back as, 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 as adults and, and we think back to our childhood. We think back to nostalgia. We think back to the things that hit us. Yeah. The moments. The, the, the movies. We, we, we say like, oh, I, you know, loved you know, Star Wars. But, like, what what was going on around Jurassic Star Wars? Park blew my mind. Right. We don't reflect on, like, what was the political environment during Jurassic oh, Park, you know? Man. Like, not, not to say it just has to be purely political, but, like, we, 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 we what, what was going on in sports during yeah. that time? Like, what was happening? The Gulf so War. So, what, what was that? The Gulf War. The Gulf War, the Cold War, the, yeah. the everything. Yeah. So, my um, uh, approach to this is going to be, is it going to be pretty simple. I'm going to go back to a moment that I that I can remember. We're going to start with one that that personally hooked me on wrestling, and I'm going to go back to it, and I'm going to say what it is. Okay. And then we're going to reflect on what was happening around the time that it was happening in the WWF, in the WC, in the WCW, over in Japan, so, maybe elsewhere, but also the world what we're doing is providing a context donald trump can be indicted after he leaves office and he should be impeached yes correct he should be in jail the president yes. should be able to be put in jail he sh- he the should president be should be able to be put in jail yes the president should be able to be put in jail yes we should make a patreon so here's what i'm going back to yeah all right 1991. Exclusive episodes. 1991. All right. The fall of 1991. I'm going to be honest. This, this I could have maybe seen in 1995, 1996. I have many memory, little like snippets of, of, of wrestling memories uh, as a child. Yeah. But, like as very young. I remember the barbershop angle vividly, oh. the rockers. But the one that like really like not just hooked me, like not that was fun to watch, but that kind of clicked in my mind how wrestling worked was this angle. So this happens, um, this gets aired in the fall of 1991. It actually, it's shot on October 21st, 1991. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage is feuding with Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts takes out Damien the Snake. He, he gets uh, Macho Man wrapped up in the ropes, and he actually legitimately has the snake bite Macho Man's arm. And, like, you can't work that. Like, that yeah. had, like, whatever, you could say it was defanged or, like, what, but, like, you can't work that. Like, it left marks, there was blood. It was, I mean, kind of horrifying, yeah. but also, like, a classic angle. So, like, that, I, in my mind, I'm like, holy shit, like, wow. Yeah. This is crazy. Plus, it's, like, it's the perfect, like, it's the, it's just the perfect moment. Like I think back to like 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 how WWF like hooks people. Like you know I'm this like five year old kid and like think just think about like th- th- it's undeniable that wrestling is real now because a snake <laughs> just bit a man. Yeah. Like, like, like that that's got me you know yeah. wrestling for, that for was real six months. Yeah. yeah. But so like it bought them some time. It also then I, I see a tape and I'm not sure I, I can't remember if this was the Tuesday I don't think it was the Tuesday in Texas tape but. I see a tape where, where the, the fake WWF president, Jack Tunney, um, he announces that they're going to have a grudge match at this Tuesday in Texas. And it hits me that, like, oh, like, as, like, a child, like, angles lead to pay-per-views. Yeah, angles lead to bigger shows. Yeah. And, like, there was other stuff going around, too. Like, uh, I, I could see, like, like, The Undertaker had just won the championship. He was going to have a return match with Hulk Hogan for the World Heavyweight Championship, which I could tell, oh, that's a big match. Like, there weren't, like, a ton of matches on this, and it was a weird concept. It was a Tuesday pay-per-view. Yeah. But, like, I could tell, like, stuff was happening. 
Like, there were angles being shot, and they were leading to something at a bigger show. And then there would be even bigger shows. And that's what all clicked for me. So I want to go yeah. back to October 1991. Kind of October to when Tuesday Texas aired just in December. Yeah. And reflect on what was happening. Okay. All right? I'm excited. I don't know as much about this era. Well, like, what was going on? What was going on in 1991? President George H. W. Bush uh, was, was probably already running for re-election, right? Yeah. In 1991. Yeah. Against the up-and-coming Bill Clinton. Uh, so that's what's going on in the world. Is that, uh, Gulf is, that War. Is, is the presidential like election in America? Yeah, it's a big most- deal. The most important thing. It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 It definitely is. The Hubble telescope is launched. That's cool, but that's not, you know. Right. Unfortunately. Right. George George H W Bush should, uh, you know, uh, uh, say say what you will about the guy. Here we go. <laughs> but um, things are the Cold War is winding down. We're kind of like, oh, maybe we don't need as so many. We're news. easing into the best period in American history. Chicago Bulls. At this point. Chicago, Chicago Bulls. Bulls. They win their first championship. Uh, right there. Uh, no, it would have been in like June or so. June or July. But yeah, Chicago Bulls win their first of six championships. Yep. Home Alone. Home Alone. That's that's huge. Um, people are watching Roseanne. People are watching Home Improvement. People are watching Full House. People are watching Coach. Yeah, all good shows. Co- Co- was Coach good? Yeah, it's a classic like '80s '90s show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's it's, it's just, you know what it, it is. Simple. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sports. Do you like sports? Yeah, you can throw coach on anything. Here's 238 episodes about sports. Here you go. I'm a coach. Incredible. Hence the name. Um. Yeah, like Clinton was kind of on the rise. I don't think people saw Clinton as like a guy um, until he played saxophone on Arsenio Hall. The officers got indicted for the for the LA riots. Ooh, I mean, that, the LA riots. Let's talk about on. OJ. Oh, wait, no, that's like four, not, three years yeah, later. Not yet, Sorry, not yet. Three years later. Um, yeah, I mean... Rodney King? So that, that would have been 91 I'm then, right? I'm four years old, personally. How old are you? Uh, in 91, I'm five years old. Wow, okay. Wait, no. No? Like, the Soviet wait. Union is breaking apart. Yeah, I'm five. Um, Clinton, so would be in the primary right now. Yeah. I, I think Dick Gephardt is a guy. Really? Like, people think, like, oh, that might be the guy. Did Clinton, was he uh, uh, the favorite? <clears throat> no, The no, Democratic like, side? Dick, Dick Gephardt, I think, was the favorite. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was, like, a, an underdog sort of thing. Um, kind of like Obama. I don't, yeah, I don't. Barack I don't Obama. Know he, he was a known guy, but I don't know if he was the favorite. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. He just came across as cool, and then he got a blowjob, and it's like, that's awesome. That's how people... Felt. Yeah. His approval rating went up. Yeah. <laughs> he got impeached and he got a higher approval rating. That's amazing. Um, what a genius. During the, I mean, let, let's, let's, unless, I mean, let's he could, unless he gets but, brought up in the Epstein thing, then let, fuck let, him. Let's talk, about, let's talk about context. October 21st, the single shot. October 2nd, I have no idea as a child. Bill Clinton announces that he is running for president oh. of the United States. In October of 91? Yes. That's a late entry. Right? Wow. Ooh. Interesting. Also, October, they confirmed Clarence Thomas after Ooh, the Anita Hill thing. Anita that Hill. Was going on that was right ninety-one. There. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. A man guns down twenty-four people at a restaurant. It'd be the largest mass shooting by a single person in the U.S. until two thousand seven. Nineteen ninety-one. That bloody the year. Twins win the World Series. Ugh. Um, what a year. November, as like Tuesday in Texas is being built to. Um, uh, there's a shooting at the University of Iowa. Oh my God, these have uh, been going on for so long. David Duke, a uh, white supremacist running as a Republican. Uh, wow. David Duke, a white supremacist running as a Republican. Uh, David Duke, a white supremacist running as a Republican, loses the Louisiana governor's race to Democratic candidate Edwin Edwards by an overwhelming margin, despite winning the majority of the white vote. Which are you just reading from Wikipedia? Yeah. All right. Let's. I mean, like that's fair. This is still going on. Yeah. Magic, well, Magic was, Johnson announced he had HIV. This is, this is what's going that on. That was huge. That was huge. Uh, Gorbachev resigns at, at the end of 91. Mr. Gorbachev. The Soviet Union dissolves. Tear down that wall. Um, 
Ronald Reagan had uh, Alzheimer's. Uh, yeah. Was that public at that point? No. Yeah. Huh. Although maybe he did. Like, while he was president. Donald Trump has dementia. He can be indicted after he leaves office. Um, so the WWF, like, what, what's going on? So, like, this night, October 21st, they, they taped this. And we, we, we've got, we've got Virgil beating Brooklyn Brawler. Talk wow. about, talk about, but talk about, like, a classic, like... Jobber, jobber. But think about this. You go to a show, the Allen County War Memorial, <laughs> all right? Fort Wayne, Indiana, right? Here's what you got. You got the Million Dollar Champion, Virgil. He's beaten the Brooklyn Brawler. Uh, Chris Chavis, who would go on to be Tatanka, beaten Skinner. I assume those, these are dark matches. Greg Valentine. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Uh, squashes Cato. The future Reno does a squash. Davey Boy Smith. Reno? Like, no. Virgil beats, yes, Reno Riggins, who oh. became Reno. Oh. Squashes a guy. Um, Virgil, the Undertaker, beats the big boss man. Huh. Virgil is all over the show. He beats Hercules by submission with the million dollar What? Dream. He beats Ted DiBiase. Vir- something was up with Virgil. They were going Vir- with Virgil? They were going with Virgil for a little bit. What? Um, Everybody gets a shot, huh? In what were dark matches, the Legion of Doom beat the Natural Disasters beat via disqualification. The Legion of Doom was right here. It's doing yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> well? Well? Uh, Ric Flair beat Roddy Piper. And, like, that just match just happened. But, like, so what was taped for TV? Legion Doom, again, beat the Nasty Boys. <laughs> so you see how these things were? They had these marathon tapings. Yeah, like, oh, I, yeah. I've, you've been to... Four-hour tapings. Yeah, like, I've, yeah. like, guys just repeatedly come out. So you got, like, Jim Duggan squash, Berserker squash. We got a Bushwhacker squash. All kinds of stuff. The Rockers are in action. They're squashing people. Repo Man, IRS, Natural Disasters, Davey Boy Smith. But at the end of the show... After Bret Hart has beaten Big Bully Busick. Oh, man. Be a sharpshooter at 2 minutes and 47 seconds. <laughs> wow. And Kerry Von Erich beat Greg Green with the tornado punch via the 39 second mark. Wow. What sort of show is this? Jake Roberts beat Bob Werner via DDT at 42 seconds. <laughs> Roberts gets Randy Savage in the ring, traps him in the ropes, assaults him, and takes his King Cobra Snake out. Let's it gnaw at his arm. Wow. And that's how the show ended. That's how they sent people home on. That's pretty incredible that they put that at the end instead of like near the beginning when the crowd would be a little more yeah. alive. Because they, because they, that's they, weird. They moved things around. Like did they, they? But did they do it in chronological order? No, they never really aired things in chronological. So it's weird that they, they put that last. Like, yeah. Did the yeah. crowds really last that long? Like, were they I, still excited at I four know. hours? I, I, what I, were they doing? It doesn't sound like a fun card. I know, right? <laughs> But it kind of was because they were just were stars. I'm just saying they were like, winning quick matches. The were, were they in actual arenas there, for this, or was it like a sound studio? Or there something? were also or angles. Was it Manhattan there was a, Center? There was a thing with Hogan and Flair. Like there was a confrontation with Hogan and Flair. Um, but yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Um, but the crowd, I can attest, the crowd was hot, or at least they piped in some crowd heat. See, but looking at just that card, though, it really doesn't seem like things were going well. Yeah, I mean, they I could were, be wrong, but they were on the verge. It's not the most exciting roster. They were on a verge of a bit of a downturn. I mean, I mean, Flair was there on top. Hogan was still there. Like it was, it was an exciting roster that they didn't get the most out of. I mean, right. sounds familiar. Well, because you you hear about like how the 1992 or so roster yeah. is one of the best of all time. It's one of the more memorable because. Uh, but they ne- but but the thing is, is there aren't like any memorable angles from that period. So you've got a bunch of great wrestlers. Except, I mean, but this is you know. I mean leads into ninety two. Yeah. But of course, this leads into ninety two, which disappointingly, like has Savage versus Flair as a mid card match. Yeah. And Hogan versus Sid Justice, like yeah. it's, it's, it was, yeah. I mean that all the most bullshit reasons in the world to not do Hogan Flair. I still don't understand why they didn't Undertaker. And a, yeah, I, it's I weird. Don't know. Weird. I agree. Uh, this Tuesday in Texas led to Bret Hart defending the IC title against Skinner. Fourteen minutes. Wow. Are you excited for that? No, no, I've never seen I that. I'm, I don't think I want to see I it. I thought it was good. Bret Hart's great. Bret Bret at his peak was amazing. He really was. Was that for the WWE? Oh, it was for the Intercontinental. Flair again wrestled Piper on the show, but it was a dark match. So they <laughs> did they did like eight just like for the live crowd matches and then like what five matches 
that they put out a video. That's so weird. That's so dumb. It, it's it's strange. Why would you do know. that? I don't know. Why wouldn't you put all your hottest stuff first? I know. Flare and Piper went 15. I don't know. Jesus. There were were crowds really this energetic? There were a bunch of squashes. We're all a bunch of fucking... Yeah, like, I mean, the world's completely different now. We're all in terrible shape. Yeah, there were a bunch of squashes. tired so easily. And then... And then the real stars came out. So, like... So, right right away... So, like, Flair beats Piper. I I would imagine there was an intermission, but maybe not. Hart beats Skinner. And then Savage beats Roberts. Six minutes. Wow. So, that kept on going. All that for six minutes? Honestly, I don't recall a follow-up after this. Like, a huge, like... Thing. That's I, that's. I would imagine there was an angle. That's interesting, like, and it's like part of the problem that they have such a bad they, track record finishing angles. They <laughs> okay. They they wrestled at Saturday Night's main event in February '92. Um, so is this the rematch? And oh, okay. So this led to an, an angle with the Undertaker. <laughs> so that led to Undertaker versus Roberts, Roberts at, WrestleMania. at WrestleMania, which. So that's okay. All right. I guess. I didn't know that the one thing led into the other. That's kind of cool. It's interesting to know. It gives you some. Look at that. See? That's 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 pretty cool. That's a blast from the past. That's a nice little tidbit. Did you do? Yep. Yeah. So that, so that, I mean, that's like, so yeah, after losing the match to Savage and Rage Roberts was waiting backstage for Savage and Elizabeth to arrive, announcing it was a hit with him with the steel chair, whoever entered first. Roberts reared back when he saw Elizabeth come through the entrance, but the Undertaker grabbed the chair and refused to let Roberts hit Elizabeth. Oh my god. So a face turn for the Undertaker. The act resulted in the Undertaker becoming a hero for the first time in his career. Oh wow. And began a feud between him and his former ally Roberts. This was huge. That culminated at WrestleMania eight. So like so we'll, well I mean the rest of the show, like that and that was That the was the build event. for the Undertaker, basically. In a match of like <laughs> Very unhealthy amounts of steroid use. British Bulldog beat the Warlord in 13 minutes. Warlord always looks so gross. Warlord was... I, I vividly remember seeing Warlord live as a child. Just so memorable. <laughs> yeah. Just so, like, muscular and just like, oh my god, he's gonna explode. Like, it wasn't... It was, But he's still alive. He's still working. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Not Bulldog. Some people just know how to manage it, I guess. I don't know. Long full Nelson. Wow. Um, I bet in this match. Uh... In a tag match, Repo Man and the Million Dollar Man with Sensational Sherry beat El Matador, Tito Santana doing a, a bull... Uh, a, a, a bull... Matador. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, bullfighter. Uh, bullfighter gimmick, thank you. And Virgil, who... So, Virgil not getting the win in this case. Oh, man. But that that was a tag. LOL, that, that was a big card. Yeah. Repo Man was definitely one of those, like, what are they doing? Kind of, like, it was funny, but, like, Weird, uh, and then but in the main event, the big story. It's is, it's funny that that. Can I just say one one yeah, thing about Repo Man? It, it's kind of funny that this uh, gimmick was happening in '91 because I picture that sort of gimmick in like '93, '94, '95. Yeah, you know, it it's, was he was it like was an right early there. version of one of those gimmicks. '92 was the bridge. Yeah, between, I yeah. I just didn't realize how, you know, and then that Hogan, had already begun. Hogan wins the title back from the Undertaker. From the Undertaker, after Taker had um beat him. For it with Ric Flair's help. That's always been a cool tidbit to me. Yeah, Undertaker I, I, won his first title with Ric Flair's help. It was all that was all pretty vivid in my mind. I mean, that was a big that made Undertaker a big deal, even though he lost it right away. Why but didn't like, they touch on that for their WrestleMania match? Great question. Uh, maybe, Playing with history, maybe they man. Did. I don't know. Maybe well, he did. did attack David Flair. They they definitely went into different areas there. Ah, let's just assume they did. It had the potential to be great. Always about the potential. All about the potential. What else was going on? So I mean, I mean, during this time, Survivor Series is going on. The Survivor Series '91, which is an interesting show. So, so Survivor Series that happens before this. So the Undertaker wins the title at Survivor Series '91, beating Hulk Hogan with Ric Flair helping him, and then on that show, in what is a pretty sweet lineup, like. Of wrestlers, Ric Flair is um, on opposing sides in an elimination match with Roddy Piper and Bret Hart. Oh, so that's early cool. in the show, so they those guys have their deal, and then Flair helps Undertaker win the title later in the show. And actually, the show ends with what honestly it sounds like a weird thing now, but I totally bought as a main event when I rented this video was Big Boss Man and Legion of Doom against IRS and the Natural Disasters, which is like. 
Just a bunch That's of the pig. main event? Yep. That's the last match. Was that the main event on the actual show, or like an extra match for the crowd? No, that was the main event. Like, that's kind what? of how they did it. They ran the big match in the middle. Yeah, but I, not, kind of not a, in the pay-per-views, though. Sometimes, yeah. It, They're it, so I, weird sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, glad they got away from that. And they had a Savage Roberts build-up for uh, with that show, too. All right. Wow. Uh... So elsewhere, <laughs> what was WCW up to? I love WCW. WCW in 91, though? I am not familiar with 1991 WCW. That's pre-Eric Bischoff. I don't acknowledge Paul, that Paul era. Paul leaves WCW in October of 91. And... Did you know that Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff worked together in the AWA? Yeah. In uh, 1970, whatever, 9? 1980? 1981, I don't know, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. It's funny. So, Lex Luger is the WWE champion. How things point. come full circle. It is, it is. Heyman had, had just left, and I think he would come back, and he'd bounce around, and then he went to ECW eventually. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a time. I think Dusty was booking. Yeah, I think um, this definitely would have been dusty time. This who was in charge of WCW at this time? Was this uh, Polly was bad. Polly was was a guy during this time, I think. No, no, I'm saying who was in charge? Who was uh, was this? Uh, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, uh, Bill Watts. Bill Watts. Was this Bill Watts? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Because basically, once I got it, it had to 80s, be because Flair was gone. Flair left because of Watts. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's right. So it has to be Watts. Right. Yeah. So where's Cl- kids? That's called a context clue. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so he was. He was actually. He became. So he joined in. Huh. He joined in '92. What? No, we might. We might be. Uh, we might be. Oh no. There might be a rift in the space-time Oh, no. No, no, no. See, I know that that's not true. (laughs) Just edit that. (laughs) 1991. Is it true that anyone can edit Wikipedia? I don't think that's true. I feel like that's one of those things that's not actually true. Um, Like, do you need to be approved or something? They should be like, can we see your PhD? I know. I don't know. But instead, it's just... Probably nothing... Like, what's the timeline with Ric Flair? How astonishing what's is it that Ric Flair is still alive? Uh, he, wow. he, joined, he joined WWF in August 91. Yeah. And Watson 92. So wait, how did that work? So is Ric Flair lying about that then? Probably. I don't know. I feel, I feel like Flair, after he returned, he... I think Flair, after he returned, had issues with Watts, which led to Watts leaving. Not... It wasn't... And then Flair had issues with Jim Hurd. I think you're right. Jim Hurd is the other guy that gets mentioned a lot, that... Flair had the I like, think you're right. Jim Hurd was the reason he left, or maybe Kip Frey, I don't know. But those guys, Jim Hurd was the reason Flair left initially. Yeah. And then he had clashed with Watts when he came back. Right, um, right. So we've, we, 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 we've, we've solved that one. Who was after Watts? Was Bischoff after Watts? Bischoff came in a little bit after Watts, yeah. Bischoff was like early 94, or late 93, something like that. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. WCW was going through, like, just a lot of, like, times. Like, it... it, it kind of unstable, which was kind of their MO, but... Yeah, Dusty Rhodes came back. He had left WBF, right? This player was coming in, which is inter- interesting. Um, WCW was just were, not on solid ground here, right? I mean, I... Yeah, they, they're Maybe doing, in the South, like, I don't know. It's just the era that like not a lot of people talk about because it, as they went into '92, they eventually like ha- got known for good wrestling because the Dangerous Alliance becomes a thing, Steve yeah. Austin becomes a thing. But '91 is like, I mean, Doom are good tag team champions, but there's I don't know, they're not like the greatest. Um, Sting is on top. The Steiner brothers, like the, the good acts. Um, the, the, there's a lot of like involvement from Japan, like a lot of you know fun crossovers with yeah. New Japan, you know, which, which, like, questionable levels of interest. Didn't really mean as much back then. Yeah. 
if somebody was able to pull that off now, like AEW or something, now it would be a big deal. Uh, Austin debuts June 91. In WCW? Yeah. And thus begins the journey. Yeah. Stunning Steve. Stone Cold, of course. Um, Let's talk about the invasion. I mean, yeah, basically, like, this time, like, as Roberts and (laughs) Savage are heating up, WCW's reacting to losing Flair. Yeah. That's basically what was happening. Trying to find their guy. That's why Luger was the champion, right? Ron Simmons was getting a shot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, like... It was kind of a company just trying to find itself, and then Flair just came back, and it's like, all right, we don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And then Hogan came around, and they just stayed with him. Yeah. There you go. That's WCW. Jeez. And then Booker T.? Uh, I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, he technically, did, he did come along eventually, yes, that is that is accurate. Doctor Seuss died in '91. Really? Yeah, that's a bummer. Was that Where actually his name? Uh, uh, like was no, Seuss? Uh, it, it was a man, right? His okay. middle name was Seuss. Oh, that's dumb. It's a worker, brother, like anybody else. Okay. Um, middle name is Seuss. Was it Japan? The real world tag league was going on. I don't know what that what is. What are your thoughts on that? No idea. Sounds cool. Kawada, Actually, no. It's probably a bunch of tag team matches. It's probably amazing. It was amazing. Kawada okay. and Kabashi, some of the greatest matches ever. I don't know. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Jumbo Saruto was still running around. Who? Uh, WCW did the, the, the crossover with uh, New Japan. They went to the Tokyo Dome. They drew 65,000 fans, allegedly. Allegedly. Let's just say... Let, let's just say... There was some... Some... The Yakuza was involved. Okay, well... I'll just say it. Darn, I guess we'll just have to settle for 50000 I mean... Um, great show. The Steiner Brothers what's even? But what's even the Hiroshi. actual estimate by people? Because I bet it's still the impressive. Steiner Brothers versus Hiroshi oh, Hase. bullshit. Scott, uh, I know what Saki. you're doing. El, El Hijante versus uh, Big Cat Hughes. Hughes? Two minutes. Uh, great Muda versus Sting. Oh, I know those guys. A wild match. Uh, Ricky Wait, Church. who won that match? Of course, who Ricky won Church that shoot. match? Uh, Great Muda beat Sting Queen. for the what? Was it a thing? Of course. For the title? Uh, no, it's a special dream match. Wow. Uh, Ricky Chosu. Of course, Sting of course, probably volunteered. Beat Tiger Jeet Sting's ass. I'll gladly take the L. Uh, Fujinami beat Flair. Okay. Uh, to win the both international, the, both the NWA and the IWGP Heavyweight Championships. Oh, what? For a little bit, the NWA World Title was recognized in WCW. And then WCW had their own title, and then Hogan came in and was like, this is stupid, let's just have one title, and everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, because didn't they have the WCW International title? title? Yeah, which was kind of like... Which is what the, Big Gold the NWA. was. NWA, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Because, like, New Japan wanted to get, you know, get that rub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fujinami was the uh, IWGP champ during this time. I don't really know. I've never seen a Fujinami match. Uh, really good, but yeah, yeah not, never. Always the uh, the bridesmaid. Okay. You know what I mean? That's Naito. That's <laughs> <laughs> sushi. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well. All Japan, New Japan, Noah. We went through all of it. <laughs> what? Noah wasn't open in 91. Well. Yeah. Josh. Come on. I don't know what I'm talking about. We're going to have to edit that one out. No. That's the one. That's the that's one the that's going to that's that's bring this whole Bring this whole thing, thing down, down. This empire. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Let's talk about religion. Okay, listen. Thank you, everybody, for joining Small Talk with Steel Cage. Come, come, see us at, come see us at happywrestlingland.com, where we're going to keep on trying to figure out how to do good podcasts and how to write cool stuff. And follow us at 1050 Ridge or what's yours? Oshkosh. I, I don't know. Yeah. Just a reminder: we will be at the Comedy Store uh, from August thirtieth. No, we to, won't. What's that? What? No, we won't. The Comedy uh, Store? I thought that's just what people said. No. Oh. No. I'll be at Zany's. No. no. Uh, we don't have that. Oh. Not yet. Okay. Blue Chew. I think Blast from the Past could be fun as a segment to that yeah like just to, yeah yeah I think so I like that talking talking about what was happening at the time in case we should, we should have a mid credit scene after this oh yeah, yeah thanks for joining everybody and Bye. we'll change the context of the whole podcast turn it off okay hold on turn we gotta off. wait for the mid credits turn it off turn it off Donald Trump can be indicted after he is a president he shouldn't have 
The president should be able to be put in jail. That, that shouldn't be a thing. Why is that even a thing? And why is that being enacted? What kind of president, what, what kind of precedent are we setting as a pres for a president? But he can still be put in jail after he's president. Never forget that. My thing is like, is the rollout going to be as uh, as slow as it's been, or are things going to speed up? I mean, is it going to become a political thing? I mean, they acknowledged that the... All right, shut it off. Shut it off. We'll wait aircraft for the credits. Wait, wait for the credits. unidentified origin. Well, that'll be the next podcast we do. Yeah. All right. Am I actually pressing stop? Yeah. Okay. Test Here we, we go. go. Donald Test Trump can be impeached. Donald Trump can be indicted after he leaves office. Donald Trump can be indicted after he leaves office. Donald Trump can be indicted after he leaves office. Yes. Yes.